Hello, LaGrave family. It's Tuesday, April 28. The sun's shining. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And our help is in the name of Jesus Christ, who's the same yesterday and today and forever. I don't know about you, but a couple weeks ago, I started noticing the memes going around the internet about great things that were accomplished during quarantine. So for example, Shakespeare is uh, noted to have begun writing King Lear under quarantine and probably wrote a few other plays during the bubonic plague and the theater shutdowns in the early 1600s. Isaac Newton began developing his legendary theories of mathematics and physics about 50 years after Shakespeare, also during a time of quarantine. And as I read these things, I began to feel more and more pressure, as if I didn't already, to make something good out of this time of quarantine. Um, and as I've been working through that, I wonder if any of the rest of you are dealing with that too. I am finding myself increasingly challenged by two kind of contradictory things. On the one hand, this desire to make the most of this time to do something really exceptionally wonderful with, um, with time that I have that is open in ways that it wasn't before here at home. But that's imaginary. So in my mind, there's all this time. And then the reality, on the other hand, is that I find myself with full hands each and every day, just trying to keep up with the small acts of faithfulness that are the stuff of daily life. And I find myself caught in this tension of wanting to redeem the time to do something well and um, to do something good for God and for others. And then also recognizing that the energy that I have is being spent in small doses, little things, small acts of faithfulness over and over and over. So there's no poetry. There are no books of sermons coming your way after this time of quarantine. There is no artistic genius coming out of my living room um, to yours. And I feel deflated by that at times, by the smallness of my efforts. And also reliant in a new way on the God who gives me strength, who gives my hands strength for these little, repeated, faithful, I hope, acts for him. I think that tension that I'm feeling is a sign that quarantine is doing its work, that maybe God is trying to loosen my grip on some of the things that I want to hold on to in terms of expectations for myself. He wants to open up my hands and say, the hopes that I have for you are different than the hopes that you have for yourself. So I've been thinking a lot about the Apostle Paul and how four years of his ministry were spent from prison, from lockdown in Caesarea on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and then later on in Rome. At the beginning of Philippians, he writes his prayer for the church at Philippi that he can't go visit directly, that he has to rely on other people and on the Spirit of God to shepherd in his absence when he can't do what he so wants to do. And Paul writes these words, 
I thank my God every time I remember you, Philippians. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion in the day of Christ Jesus. Paul reminds the Philippian church that the work that is springing up in them belongs to God. It starts and ends with the spirit of Jesus and God himself will see it through to the end. There's no way, of course, to know this for sure, but we can engage our sanctified imaginations and wonder, might Paul have been feeling a bit discouraged, stuck in prison, worried about the continuation of the gospel there in Philippi in his absence? Might he be chafing at some of the limitations imposed on his movement as he's under arrest? And might he be reminding himself just as much as he's reminding the Philippians that the work that God has begun in them, God will carry on into completion until Jesus comes back. So I think of you caregivers, when I think about my own feelings about this time, I think of you who are caregivers, who are trusting Jesus for your next act of quiet, faithful, repeated service. Your partner's in the gospel. I think of you parents who are on conference calls from home while the kids are running circles around the staircase. We're praying for you with joy. I think of you who are fighting long-standing illnesses, who so wish that you felt up to doing more. And the one who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. There isn't any power under heaven, friends, that can stop the work of God in our lives and among us as his community. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus, that there's nothing that can stop your work. And we pray for it to come in all its fullness in us and around us and at times despite us. So friends, may the peace of Christ go with you wherever you may be. May he protect you through the storm and guide you through the wilderness. May he fill you with thanksgiving at the wonders he has shown you. And may he bring us all home rejoicing face to face again once more. See ya.